Happy New Year, lawn care leaders. Hey, have you checked out Jobber yet? As we think about the new year, we all want to be better and grow our companies. We may even be comparing to our competition up the street. Let's call our competition Tommy the Tool Man. You don't need Tommy's new truck or Tommy's new mower to win. What you need is to be more efficient, more professional, and to provide better customer service. We chose Jobber for those reasons. Jobber is a software that helps home service businesses quote, schedule, invoice, and get paid faster. Brandon, how you doing, sir? Pretty good, pretty good on yourself. Good, man, good. Sorry, sorry about that. I don't know what was going on, why the email didn't go through, but, uh, uh so you, you still good on time? You got a minute? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome, awesome. So, um, I'm joined here with Brandon of Terrazas Lawn Care. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Terrazas? It's Terrazas Lawn Care and Tree Service. Terrazas. Um, Cool, man. Terrazas Lawn Care and Tree Service. So, um, real briefly, I mean, so obviously you, you've approached me asking some questions. I, I feel like any questions you have, a lot of our audience is going to have. Um, so, I, I feel like it'll add value. So, that's why I wanted to record this. So, thanks for being okay with that. But briefly, tell me tell me about you, your family, and kind of uh, how, you, how you started in the green industry. actually because I was I remember I was like 12 13 and how do I say I was at home being a typical during the summer typical kid just um playing video games or doing nothing yeah I remember someone coming up to my door and I was supposed to mow the yard you get me but how do I say it was a little shaggy and whatnot but someone knocked on the door hey we could mow the yard for 30 bucks and I was like well of course my mom was like nah I got Oh yeah! Bucks. Oh yeah! Get who makes who makes thirty bucks in an hour just from a job? You get me? Just exactly. So, and when you're uh, when you're thirteen, you feel yeah. you feel rich. You're like, Honestly, man. <laughs> yeah, at that age, you, you think it's a lot of money. Oh yeah. Nah, and uh, but yeah, I just kind of how do I say kept kept with that. Kind of my mom helped me out with uh, say my first couple clientele, and and from there I just uh, gathered more people. Kind of kept it growing. Didn't think I was going to take it too far, but um, 17, I kind of got into the commercial aspect um, with, how do I say, city contracts. Okay. The city, liberal, liberal Kansas, and then uh, uh, went all the way out to Dodge City, Kansas. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, from there, kind of stuck in that area, area, and from there, just, how do I say, kept growing. Added on a tree service like three years ago. Okay. And... And just uh, and when you say tree service, so do you do tree removal, trimming? What what do you guys do? Yeah, tree tree removal and tree trimming. Uh, okay. And and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so is it is it just you right now, or how does your how does your company look? Well, well, the way it was uh, I was running five guys last summer. Okay. And it was just a hectic time. I mean, I was a, an abundance of work. Yeah. But that's where that whole deal with uh. How do I say? 
kind of starting now and just like how do I say learning as I went yeah so I never really how do I say I figured out the hard way in reality um, <laughs> on, on a lot of stuff and I, I'm not saying that I didn't make money or nothing like that it was just like um, just trial and error. It's like you, error, yeah, you exactly. just you jump and whatever whatever hurts on the way down, you try to fix it next time. Exactly. So what? Okay, explain the breakout of like how your how your crews are set up. Like how how many people do only landscaping? How many mo crews? And then also, so how many years in business have you have you been in? Oh, uh, so seventeen. I'm twenty three now. Okay. So, okay. So six so years. Five years. Okay. Say, I'd say commercially. Okay. Um, and so how how quick did you hire that first guy? Um, honestly, uh, I had a cousin that, that was living with my parents. Yeah. And he was my go-to beginning. Okay. So it kind of was, it worked out really good. And he was a really good worker. And Perfect. He had to say he did everything how I wanted it to. Okay. Sometimes even better. So um, that transition wasn't too much. But after the second guy, uh, I kind of transitioned. I needed a second guy. For him to, for my cousin to go with. Okay. He couldn't drive. Okay. And I need someone with the driver's license. And okay. All good stuff. And, okay. So and it kind of forced your. The next employee. First your forced your hand on growth per se. Since he couldn't drive, you had to hire that other guy, and I'm sure that I mean it sounds like it worked out. You had to take yeah. the step to hire that other guy. So, so now you're sitting with five guys. Um, how's well, your? Actually, that that's a thing too. Uh, what, what you remember? What, I spoke to Jake about the website and everything i kind of stepped everything back i kind of i let some of my guys go because um first of all a couple of them were like summer help okay deal. okay a lot of, most of them were uh, and from there uh i'm trying to just get everything set up for how do i say it's how do i say there's an abundance of work right now because a big company in this town uh took out like is is gone okay and and how do i say from there i'm just trying to structure the company correctly yeah so down the road i have no problems whatsoever when i'm reaping the benefits of everything perfect perfect so what um i guess first of all before we delve into like what are the pain points now what are you what are you paying each of those guys from mo crew to uh, landscaping guys well like it's it's kind of the pen safe is just mowing i kind of stick out a ten dollar an hour bit rate around here okay i mean because for mowing but um I'm, I'm starting to get up into 14 15 an hour and and it just kind of depends on the experience and yeah. what i know what they're doing because yeah. right now i'm kind of doing everything especially with the trees because um it's just i don't know i just and that's the point that's another point where i'm just like how do i say training people yeah it's just uh it's kind of scary with the tree aspect yeah i don't want to branch falling over the house because they don't make the right cut or they, yeah they don't uh, think about it twice. Yeah. Like I, otherwise, I would. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're literally you're you're probably right at the point we are. Um, and you're you're right about like training. Training is going to be the biggest point for you. We we're actually so we're hiring an admin lady that's starting January twenty first, and so we're going to spend two weeks with her before everybody else comes in for for further training. But then on February one. We're gonna have four weeks of office training and then two weeks of in the field training, and I would say, if possible, and if you can afford it, sitting sitting down before the peak season and going over all those. First of all, go over everything you're scared of. Like, hey, here's literally my worst fear is you making a cut and the tree falling on the house, or we rent this machine and you make this mistake. Go over all those things 
that you might address but kind of brush over during those peak season. Does that make sense? No, yeah. So that would, I would highly recommend that. And then you also, I can't do it. I have to have people help me. I have, I have some of my other team members help me. I'll have my wife help me just because I'm not detailed. But have other people look at what you do on a daily basis and then also look at other roles in the company and say, hey, here's what this role does. Here's the key results areas. Here's what winning looks like. Hey, if, if we hire a tree specialist, here's the four main things that he needs to do daily, weekly, monthly for, for it to be winning. Here's the things that we don't want him to do. And just kind of set those out-of-bounds markers for them um, because if you don't communicate what you want and how you want to do it, um, you, you can't really expect you know, your team to, to provide quality work and not only setting those boundaries, but repeatedly going over them every day, every week. Um, I, I did an Instagram post the other day. I mean, I think it's like literally 12 to 14 times that you have to tell somebody something before they actually retain the information and keep it top of mind. So, um, what, so what are you're you're growing rapidly. There's a huge opportunity for growth because somebody's just exited the market in your area. What what other what other questions do you have or pain points? Um, referring to uh, to what just in overall the business. Yeah, whatever. yeah, just just in general. Um, well, I'm trying to expand out to like the three areas, like especially just in the tree aspect. I want to branch out to the three areas next to me: Garden City and Dodge. Okay. Um. That's another thing I'm trying to focus on right now. Uh, I feel like it's going to be, an, uh, if I play it right, it's going to be a good deal. Okay. It's, it's, how do I say, one's an hour hour away, another one's an hour and a half. And, okay. Uh, I just see it as like a, how do I say, a commute in the city kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's just one of those things I'm trying to I'm trying to push, but I want to have it set up. So if I get to that point, um, and, I, and I do see myself getting there this year, um, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to stumble and fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's that, and on top of that, is just kind of focusing on the on the main stuff right now. A lot of it, just like the the bookkeeping wise, like with everything. Um, I've I've, I've found a good a good system. I don't know if you've heard of Service Monster. No. Um, no, I haven't uh, heard of them. We we use we use Jobber and have been really really. We've used them for six and a half years, but I haven't I haven't heard of Service Monster. It's like a, it advertises with the information that you input, and then also keeps keeps like projections of what uh, all the money that's coming in and and what's going out and all that good stuff. Okay, good. It's, like a, it's a all in one kind of kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you so you know so, your numbers, you know your growth. So what's the plan? I mean, it sounds like your biggest thing is one getting into new markets and two growing the tree side. What's your what's your plan for that? As in, like numbers wise. Well, both both numbers and what's your what's your plan for growth? Like how how are you going to how are you going to grow in those areas? Are you gonna um, are you gonna send I'm out direct mail, that, uh, social media, uh, referrals? What do you what do you got? Uh, I think biggest thing is going to be referrals, just because in the areas where how do I say those areas where I'm trying to go with, there's just really not a lot of comp- competition for like the tree service aspect. Okay. There's really really not. Because I've been trying to look for people, trying to research people, call people. Yeah. And there really is no one that does it. I mean, there's a, quite a bit of people, like, say, those, those older guys that just pick and choose what they want to do. Um, kind of, they got their money and they're, they're con- 
not necessarily content, but they're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's really not a lot of competition, honestly. Good, uh, good. So that's that's and referrals is my is gonna be my biggest one. Is every time I go to do a job and say each town, uh, I just kind of try to. I don't necessarily go around the whole block just for the fact that by the time I'm getting done with everything, it's usually about seven, yeah. seven, eight. Yeah. And uh, I just don't really want to bother. But, but a referral uh, is helping me out quite a bit with the clientele that I do have like, okay. that, that, are, that I am get, getting. So. Okay, so it sounds like... It sounds like the clients will come, so it's it's really, for me, if if I was in your position, and I can only tell you what I would do, so you can take this, take this or leave it, but it sounds like branding is going to be your biggest thing, so making sure that your trucks are clean, branding your logo on your trucks, maybe leaving a yard sign, As you're, the, the good thing about tree jobs for you is they take a long time, so we we do this with like aerating and seeding, I know a lot of landscapers and hardscapers do it, but you're there on the property for a long time. So having a clean branded truck with clean cut, professional, you know, everybody's wearing their logoed shirt and then leave a sign in the yard as you're there, a big sign, um, that, that's going to brand it. And then the referrals will come. And then there's also the, the, the back end piece. I would make sure to keep your expenses low as you're trying to grow. I would, I would stay out of debt as you're buying tree equipment because, you know, everybody in the industry knows, like, when you start doing trees and tree equipment, that, that stuff's expensive. The re, the, re, the return on investment's huge, but I would I would either, I would get creative. I would either borrow equipment, rent it until you save up enough cash to pay for it, but that's going to keep you, that's going to keep you low risk as you start to enter these new markets, because what could happen is you enter a new market, and what you think your referrals should have been, or how, the growth, it could... It could stifle for some reason, or somebody could you you find out about another company, and so you do have competition. So I would say, keep expenses low, um, keep risk low by by staying out of debt, and then really really push branding as you're as you're growing in those areas. Um, especially if there's no competition, then you know you're gonna easily brand as as the tree guy. So no, for sure, and yeah, that as in the mark as in the branding aspect, all my trucks are logoed out and stuff. So perfect. Um, the boom on my bucket truck slugged out. Perfect. I mean, everything. That's that's one thing I I have been putting uh, like the advertising money into yeah. or the marketing money into is that. And like you said, I, I do like that point with the whole keep, trying to keep the how do I say debt down. Yeah. Because like, like you said, uh, the tree industry equipment is expensive. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and it and it, and it sounds crazy, bud. But I would literally. I, we we have zero debt on the company, so I would just get as creative as possible. Um, I understand there's situations where you feel like you need to go into debt to do a big job, but that's where oftentimes we partner with subcontractors. If we can't do it debt free, we'll partner with a bigger company, bring in some of their uh, some of their equipment, and yeah, our, our margins cut in half or our margins cut down to whatever, but at least. At least you're not putting, because cause we're such small business, you have to think about, you're, you're also putting your family on the line every time you do something like that. So exactly. you, you, it feels like it's separate from your family, but it's, it's really not. Until you get to a certain top line revenue mark, you, mm-hmm. have, you have to also think about your family. And that's, that's debt that your family is carrying to make more money. And personally, I'm just, I'm just not willing to do it. I, I prefer slow and steady, be patient. 
grow the company at a steady pace, um, make sure that uh, you kind of can, I, I, I guess, I don't know, control the growth, but control as much as you can, if that makes sense. For sure. And what, what, do you, what would you think about, say, because um, like we had mentioned with the equipment being expensive and whatnot, just because the fact that, just like say renting and whatnot, like you said, it eats a lot of the profit and whatnot. But out here, I feel like they charge excessively for the, the equipment that, how do I say, otherwise would need. Like, like, like charge. It's not available as much as, as, say, in a bigger city. For like for renting kinda, it or or buying it in general? It's expensive. Um, renting it right now, because that's what I've been doing with a lot of, like, say, like, uh, I, first, I got this bucket truck. I mean, it's a 50, 55 working height. Mm-hmm. Uh, bucket truck and from there I do plan on getting like a chipper soon just yeah. for the fact that it would uh, eliminate having to load uh, eliminate like say brush on top of a trailer just it's a hassle at the yeah. yeah, yeah no no doubt and then that's going to save you money in the long term too what would you, what would you think on uh, say um, ha- having an investor on, on going in on that though I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't get an investor I, I would keep I would keep the equity in your company. As you start to get investors and, and the more people you get involved, the less control you have of your life. So I would I would keep all that aside. One thing that one thing that we do, kind of a little a little trick, is we get we have a lot of clients that are loyal to us and so they prepay for our for our maintenance services. So if we get in a loan situation, we will treat ourselves like the bank. So we um, like, so we'll get prepayments. We'll send out a prepay newsletter January 7th. We'll get prepayments rolling in from January 7th to March 1st is our cutoff date. And we'll get, give a 10% discount. We will allocate those funds towards new growth. So if we need a huge piece of equipment next year, for example, we need three new trucks. We're hiring a whole lot of people. We need four new spray tanks. We need a Z spray rider that, that all costs a lot of money. And we don't have all that saved up. So if we get in a situation where we feel like we need to take out a loan, we will dip into that prepayment fund but treat it like a loan from the bank. So we will pay that money back over a certain period of time. I like to keep it short because the longer you take to pay it back, the less likely that money will get in there. So I would I would try to get a return on investment from what you're doing in less than six months. That way, in that lawn care season and during that peak rush, you're replenishing it, um, and then you're then you're in a situation where you never, you know, you never really need the bank. But with that, you have to you have to have loyal clients. You have to be providing a recurring service that people feel like, hey, if I prepay, this makes sense. It's out of my hair. But for you, that that helps twofold. It helps with cash flow. Mm-hmm. Often, it also helps. Well, I guess threefold. It also helps less people cancel when they prepay. And then thirdly, you can do that situation like I just talked about where you can actually loan yourself money. And the good thing about that is you're not paying interest. So, exactly. And you're, yeah, there's exactly. zero risk. So, um, And then you just have to get creative, bro. Like, yeah, you've got a bucket truck. If you need a wood chipper, go in with another company. Why don't you guys split the cost of renting it? Um, stack all your jobs in the same weekend and then... The following Monday, Tuesday, he uses whatever you got to do, but split the cost of renting the wood chipper or going with a subcontractor 
and both of you buy it together, whatever you've got to do to stay out of debt, I would, um, or just rough it and hustle and save money and keep taking it to the dump. And trust me, you're you're gonna work hard enough. The more you don't have a wood chipper to save up, you know, the the more you feel the pain of not having something, the more you want it. And you you will work hard and and find creative ways to to save it. So exactly. it's it's pretty funny, you know. You tell tell somebody, oh, I need a a five thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar wood chipper. That's that's tough. But then you say, hey, I need you to come up with five to ten grand for your child in three months. You can bet you're you're gonna you're gonna find a way to do it. So yeah, if anything, like in a week or two. You're yeah, like, I'll figure it out. I'll it's figure all it out. exactly. It's it's <laughs> your it's your kid. So it's. It's all relative, and I would just say be patient. Don't make any decision out of fear. Don't make any decision just because a job's big and and you think it's it's gonna take you to the next level. Because oftentimes what happens is you'll you'll buy that one piece of equipment for that one job, and then you don't need it again for two months. So keep expenses low as you're growing. When you absolutely can't survive and make the money needed, and you can't get to all these jobs without that equipment. Then I would. That's that's when you take the leap. That's that's kind of how I get. Like we should right now, we should have two more Z sprays, but we're just not to the point where we absolutely have to have it. So. No, no. I feel like that's where I'm at with it, though. Like I feel like I'm losing out on opportunities for the fact that we're I'm not getting them done as fast as I should, and we're getting them done pretty quick. But still, like I'm, especially like I'm trying to go into different areas. You're losing money because of efficiency, then. So. So then, yeah, you're you're there. You just have to make make sure you need the fun, uh, have the funds that you need. Um, Definitely. And I'm not telling I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what no, you I would do. Insight. You have insight that. I just, yep. bro, I can do things in my personal life. I can make decisions for the business because of the margin I've created. Every exactly. every recurring expense for your business, every loan you take on with interest. That's all margin that starts to de- decrease, and you you can't pivot and move and pounce on opportunities as quickly as you can when you don't have debt. So I got you. What? Got you. Uh, how how much is the equipment that you're needing? Um, I'd say about all fifteen to twenty. Okay. Okay. And then I'm assuming like work slowing down, so you've got to get through winter. Are you paying your guys through? I think it's picking up. That's the point. Like I feel oh, like good. I've done a good job about marketing and stuff for the winter. I've actually not had a slow time this winter. Awesome. That is that is awesome. So then it it shouldn't be an issue. I I think if it's picking up that much, continue at the pace you're at and just put a huge chunk of money aside, even if you have to dip in, like cut your personal budget down to nothing. To save up that extra cash, do that for I wouldn't do it more than three months, but do it do it for three months. Cut as deep as you can everywhere, and uh, and then try to try to pay cash for it. For sure, no, definitely. Um. So what uh, what else what else you got? It sounds like you're killing it, bro. Good congratulations. No, and yeah, that's the thing. I feel like I'm doing a, a pretty good job, like on everything. But the thing is, I feel like um, I'm wearing too many hats, and it's just. So I'm not getting. At the end of the day, I'm like, damn, I had like 20 other things to do. And, yeah. And how do I say? Um, I like your like with getting a someone to keep take care of all the all the 
all the, the smaller but, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like all the daily tasks, and yeah. so I would I would start making a list of everything that you do on a daily basis, and then out of that list, write down like star or put a number one beside the things that are most important for the company to grow. Put a number one with a star or however you want to notate it with things that only you can do. Every Everything else after that, you need to slowly put... You don't need to do it all at once. I mean, it's taken, it's taken me six and a half years just to get to where I'm starting to give people new roles. So I don't want you to think you're going to go out and hire every delegation piece to your business that you need. But at least notate that. Write down, hey, what's the two to three things that are most important for the company to grow and take care of our clients. Secondly, what is the what is the thing that only you can do? And then everything after that start lining up and putting in place. Just like you said, get a get an administrative assistant. It sounds like you got a good bookkeeper. Um and that's I that's the only advice that I can give there because that's literally that's the process we're in right now. <laughs> so First hand. I haven't done a good job of it, so I can I can speak to that pretty clearly. <laughs> Boy, shit. It's, it's like everything just learning. Learning it's, as we go. Exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> um it's tough, man. It's it's tough when you when you've controlled so many aspects of it. Even though it's crazy and you wanna you wanna clear up space, it's sometimes it feels like it's easier just for you to do it. You know, you're just exactly. like, I'll just do it. I know it's gonna get done right. The the check will be logged correctly. I don't have to worry about a complaint. I I want to take it to the bank so I can see it deposited. Like all that stuff, you just have to slowly ease into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what, uh, man? I'm 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 happy for you. So how do you uh, how do you how do you know Tiago? Oh, actually, um, well, my best friend, like Brenneman, uh, he. I mean, we're, I was always with it with him like hanging out at his house uh and and tiago i remember uh, he showed up one day he just showed up one day and i was like what's, <laughs> who's this guy and uh no but he was uh playing basketball out at seward and uh like bringing my best friend's parents were his host pa- host parents and um that's I say, crazy there, just just hung out with, with with him whenever i was there give me a lot of crap i mean he's a good guy he is a good guy he is a good guy we love the brenneman family so we yeah i see i see rick and melissa a lot i saw blake the other day so what's crazy so my brother's wife um is brianna brenneman so on the other side so yeah we've we've known the brenneman family for a long time and we we really we really love them and yeah funny story about tiago he's He's great. He always shows up on time. He's really pushing the needle. He pushes me to do more. I push him to do more. It's just just like in sports, you know, with any with any good sports duo. So that's that's kind of what I picture like. But before we moved to our office, um, he kept showing up early, and I was you know I was like that's awesome. I love it. Well, then one day he shows up like forty five minutes to an hour early, and we're at my house. We haven't moved to the office in Olathe, so it's just my barn. And he comes around the corner, and I'm just chilling, looking out the, looking out the sliding glass door in my underwear, drinking a cup of coffee. I'm like, <laughs> like Tiago, bro, you you got to give me a heads up if you're gonna be showing up an hour early. Like, 
But he's, uh, that's just how he is. He's that's a good problem to have, better than an hour late. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was spoiled with him. I, like, yeah. I, when I brought him on board, I was like, dude, what are people complaining about with all these employee hires? Like, this guy's incredible. And then, <laughs> like, and then after that, my next, yeah, my next four or five went and gone in, in two months. I was like, man, okay, I've got it, I've got it good here, so... <laughs> Got to take care of him, man. Got to take care of him. So uh, let me uh, let me ask you this. So so business is booming. How do you have you heard the episodes on like bank allocations from profit first? Do you do any of that? How do, how does it look on the finance side for you? What does your bookkeeper recommend? All of that. Well, actually, with that, that's another thing that uh, I'm trying to find my like a CPA and whatnot. A, a good CPA at, at that to take care of everything for me. Okay. Um, that's just other little things that I I needed to take care of. And, and how do I say I'm I'm with this like uh, there's a division over here at Seward. Mm-hmm. Um, recently found out about them, but they how do I say they help you? They give you the resources to do everything um, right. They give you uh, references for every every aspect of it, and they give you phone numbers of the people, the that's right good. people to call. That's good. And I've been using that. A lot. I actually have a meeting with them later today um, to just talk and see what, where we're going. Uh, what's what's the next move? That's and, awesome. Uh, That's awesome. But with the, with, say with the money aspect, uh, I've just been taking care of all that. Um, QuickBooks, I, I, I really like QuickBooks. It's been really helpful. I mean, I, you, I, the biggest thing with me, honestly, I, how I've learned everything, a lot of things, is YouTube. Honestly, the, yeah. the tutorials, a lot of the uh, how-tos and and I, the thing is uh, that I get it from a lot of people is, like, how do I say, everything's out there. Like, you just have to look for it. All yeah. the information is out there. It just takes time. And, and So true. You know. So true. Everybody wants to take the easy way out or they, they think, hey, there's a there's some sort of secret to get me from here to there. But really, it's just it's just hustle, grinding, doing it on a daily basis, being persistent. And then, like you said, being willing to, to hunt down the knowledge and, and be proactive about your future is really really the big thing so i would say this like one thing that i i know that i'll i'll do just because i'm a control freak but i would warn you on this like as you start to delegate just still as they start to take on more roles you don't want to micromanage them but you still want to keep your finger on the pulse of what they're doing you know it's your it's still it's still you're driving the ship so you just have to keep your finger on the pulse make sure it's still beating at the same pace at the same rate in the same direction that you want it to go if that makes sense so no that definitely that makes that makes sense. cool man cool well i got to uh i got to hop off here um okay. but i i appreciate you uh chatting it up with me um no you're you're a good guy and- yeah i'm glad glad we could talk let's let's stay in touch i i followed you on instagram um why don't you tell everybody if they if they want to hit hit you up about uh, tree service or how business is or follow you? Why don't you tell them where where they can find you on on social media? Yeah, uh, my biggest one is, uh, and I need to start doing different ones. But my biggest one is uh, follow, uh on Facebook if you wanted to see some of my work and whatnot uh, is uh, Tarasas at Tarasas Lawn Care. Okay, and there you can uh, take a look at my work and and. Uh, see what what work i've got going on yeah what kind of work i i do and, and cool man to 
make sure I always do a hundred percent good job and 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 yeah, just get you're the awesome, man. satisfied, honestly. You're That's awesome, great. man. You're awesome. Well you're you're for sure uh you're for sure a lawn care leader and I'm I'm really glad business is going for you. Hope your family's doing good. Let's let, I mean we've got a lot of mutual connections with the Brenneman, so we need to meet up sometime and hang out and just uh sure. I, I actually like I've been uh Melissa me and her have been I call her mom, but we actually need I actually have a three month old little baby that uh I need to take down to K C so she can get to meet. Congrats, bro, that's awesome. No, yeah, so that's another one of those reasons why I've been grinding extra hard, kind of, it's not for me no more kind of deal, kind of. Changes things, uh, it changes it's things. It's part of, part of life, for sure. Exactly, exactly. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations on the baby. Definitely hit me up when you come out to KC, and uh, best of luck to you guys. Well, I appreciate it. You have a good rest of the day, man. We'll see you. Hey, lawn care leaders, hope you really enjoyed that. Um, I know I did. Brandon Terrazas, what a great guy, running a great company. Had some really, really good insight and uh, perspective for us. Um, I feel like a lot of our listeners are right in that range of where he's at and same same pain points and growth struggles. So really, really enjoyed that. Follow him on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Stay in, stay in touch as we kind of build this lawn care leaders community. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so and leave a review. Um, that's one of the uh, one of the main ways that we that we grow and reach more people and can affect change as as this lawn care leaders community grows. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, this will be dropping right before Christmas or after Christmas. So hope you all are enjoying your families. Have a merry Christmas. Keep hustling, and we'll be back with you soon. <laughs>